This is the Budget-Minded Traveler Podcast, Episode 5. Welcome to the Budget-Minded Traveler Podcast, your source for the tips and tactics that will inspire and equip you to travel the world. And the best part? It won't break your bank. And now, the Budget-Minded Traveler herself and your host, Jackie LaLainen. From Mexico, you are tuned in to episode five of the Budget Minded Traveler podcast. Hope you're doing well today, wherever you are, whether you're working at the gym, on a walk, wherever you are. Thanks for listening. If you've listened to the previous episodes of this podcast, you'll already know that I'm in Mexico right now. My husband and I are actually about halfway through a six week stint in Baja. And before we left, a lot of friends wished us a good and fun vacation, which of course we appreciated. But I have to say, neither of us really truly consider this a vacation. And sure, it feels like a vacation when we're having a pina colada on the beach during the day. That's not something we normally do. But in reality, we are here for a different reason. And that's what we're going to get into today. This episode is all about a program which, in my opinion, is one of the world's best kept secrets, and it's called Workaway. And I say secret because I have noticed that only about one in 10 of the people that I talk to about it have ever heard of it, which is crazy to me. And if you're interested in budget travel, you have to know about this program. The website is called workaway.info. And if you're on your computer right now, check it out if you can. It's workaway.info. It's an online database of hosts all over the world who need help with some sort of project at their house or place of business. And these hosts, who usually they're just regular families, they put up a profile about themselves and the projects in their home or business that they need help with and essentially invite travelers to come stay with them and complete these projects with them. And these projects can really be anything from building help to cooking to cleaning, tending to guests if it's a hotel or hostel or some sort of bed and breakfast or something, Um, child care or elderly care, language practice. If you speak English and they want to learn your language, um, it could just be that they want you to come and talk with them. Um, Gardening, art, computers. I've even seen one that needed help working on a sailboat in Greece. I mean, the list is limitless, which is really nice because it truly means that there is a workaway opportunity out there for everyone, no matter your skills or interests. And the idea is that it is an exchange. So we as volunteers put in our time in order to earn a place to stay for free and usually at least one meal per day as well. And that's what the deal is on the outside. But the real exchange is getting to know the locals of a place and getting to experience their culture firsthand much more deeply than you would just passing through as a tourist. You make new friends, you learn new skills, you gain experiences that you couldn't possibly get by simply seeing a place from the outside. It's also wonderful for the wallet as bills are little or nothing when you're volunteering. And in the right situation, you could also get free language practice if you choose to live with native speakers of a foreign language. And that's an incredible benefit right there. And the reason that Workaway is appealing to us is because 
It offers us a chance to travel abroad and get away when we need to, even when we haven't saved up a ton of money. Since we aren't paying for lodging every night, and since most workaways include a meal plan of some sort, it ends up being a super cheap way to spend some quality time abroad. And you may have heard of a similar program called Woofing, and that's W-W-O-O-F. ING Woofing, which stands for Worldwide Opportunities on Organic Farms. And you can find that at woof.net, W-W-O-O-F.net if you want. Um, it's structured very similarly to Workaway, except that it's just organic farming, whereas Workaway is everything. And I prefer to have my choice of projects. Um, and another another similar website is HelpX or Help Exchange. It's almost the exact same as Workaway, and all of these programs cost just about the same thing to register. But I prefer Workaway over HelpX because, in my opinion, they do a much better job of creating a sense of community within Workaway. They have a Facebook page and a blog, etc., and um, overall a much friendlier user interface on their website. So now that you know why WorkAway specifically gets my vote, uh, we'll move on to the process of landing one of these WorkAway opportunities. So the hosts list any types of skills that they prefer that their volunteers have and what type of accommodations the volunteers will get, whether or not there is food provided, which usually there is. Um, how many hours per day they expect the volunteers to put in and usually a minimum or even a maximum amount of time in uh, days, weeks, or months that the volunteers should plan on staying. And this information is then organized by country and even region. And then someone like you or me could go onto the website and browse through these hosts all over the world. And you can browse by country, region, or even a skill set. Say, for example, if you're really interested in building things, you can select building projects and you can browse all the hosts that claim to need help with building projects and you can choose that way. So the way that it works is that you browse all these hosts and the website even has the option for you to save host profiles in your favorites list so that you can refer back to them easily. And then um, when it's time to get serious and you actually want to contact um, some of these hosts, then you register. And this entails setting up your own profile so that the hosts can see you as well and uh, read a bit about your interests and skills. You can upload photos and everything. Um, and it currently costs 22 euros, which is about 30 bucks for one person for two years. And that means that if you're traveling alone, you sign up alone. If you're traveling with a friend or a significant other, you sign up as two people or a couple. And that is 29 euros or about 40 bucks for two years. And my husband and I signed up together. We're obviously a package deal. And this way, the hosts get to see photos and learn about both of us at the same time. And um, Workaway does encourage that if, if you are going to be traveling with someone, then you need to sign up together um, so that it's fair to the hosts to see both people at the same time. Um, and then once you register, you're allowed to see the contact information for the hosts and even a calendar of when they are accepting volunteers. Now, word to the wise here, 
Nothing promises that every host keeps this calendar information up to date. So it probably wouldn't hurt to contact them anyway, even if the calendar says they are full. Workaway is not a contract thing. And so volunteers could come and go unexpectedly. You never know when something is going to come up or happen. So in my opinion, if you find a host that you like, it's worth contacting them regardless of you know whether they say they're full or not. Uh, and when I'm looking at hosts, there's a few things that I specifically like to look for that I want to share with you in case you decide to do a work away. These are just some good things to keep in mind. And, um, of course this is what I look for. Um, you probably can adapt this to your own situation and interests. Um, first of all, I look at proximity to town. We don't want to live in the middle of nowhere. We actually did that on our first work away. And even with the use of a car, we felt a bit secluded from everything. So I look at proximity to town. And number two, internet service. I need to run my business while I'm abroad. So I need a solid internet connection. So that's something that's really important for me. Number three, host reviews. And this is an especially great resource. Other workawayers who have already done Workaways have the option to review their hosts um, and vice versa. The host can also say something about their workaway workawayers. So good reviews on both parts are obviously a good sign on that one. And you will see some bad reviews out there. So just uh, be aware that not, not every situation is super ideal. Um, and number four, comfortable accommodations. If we are going to be staying there for a while, then we just want to make sure that the room and board situation is acceptable for us and will be comfortable enough for us for the length of our stay. So basically, once you pick out some hosts that you're interested in staying with and working with, you register and you contact them. And this happens via direct messages on the Workaway website. And then all you can do is hope for a response. And a lot of hosts won't even respond. I guess they forget about their workaway profiles. I don't know. It's a bummer, but it's a reality. So try to contact a few possible hosts if you have the option. And that way your odds of getting a response are better. And don't forget, you can always try sending follow-up messages if you haven't heard back from your host within you know a certain amount of time. I've actually done that before and it has worked out well for me to do so. So that's another option. And once you get into contact with them, you work out all the details um, between yourselves. So Workaway acts as a facilitator to set you up with a host. And then the rest is up to your communication with the host directly. And that's when you can get into details about when and how to arrive and anything else you might need to know before you go. And then once it's all set up, you go and hopefully you've chosen well and have a great experience. So now that you know all about how the program works, you will understand what I mean when I say that we are here in Mexico for a workaway. And now you'll better understand why it's not quite a vacation. Yes, we are on the beach in Mexico and enjoying the sun and sand as much as we can. But we are also volunteering, which is making this entire trip possible in the first place. And I'm also running my business online, so I put a good amount of time into that. Basically, we just moved our lives to Mexico for six weeks, and we did that to escape the rest of the long, cold, 
dark Montana winter that we've been having this year. And uh, we've timed it so that we should ride out the rest of the snow and get back to Bozeman for the end of spring, just in time for summer and soccer season, which is my favorite. Now, I also wanted to give you a glimpse into the workaway opportunities that we've personally participated in and what they actually look like day to day. The first time we did a workaway, it was in Italy in 2009. And for two months, we, Nate and I, ran a yoga retreat in the hills of Lazio, just north of Rome. And if you can imagine the rolling hills of Tuscany with a couple of beautiful villas, 250 olive trees, some yurts scattered across the lawn, and a a huge organic vegetable garden, you might be close to imagining the absolute paradise that was our location. And I know I said yoga retreat, but unfortunately, we were much too busy to do any yoga. That workaway was actually a full-time job. We only had one day off per week, and that's not normal. Usually, you get two days off, and you're expected to work about four to five hours per day. It varies a little bit from host to host. But because we actually worked full eight to nine-hour days, we got paid a little bit on top of getting a free room and free meals. And I've never heard of another workaway that pays, so don't expect that. That's not what workaway is about. Um, the owner of the place was just reaching out on any platform she could in order to get workers in there when she needed them. And we were in the right place at the right time and found it through workaway. So, and since we were living in Italy at the time, it worked out really well for us to have that job. Um, And it was quite an experience. We actually worked really hard at that job and I couldn't possibly do that now and run my business at the same time. Um, So what did we do there? (laughs) I like to say, what didn't we do there? We were the go-to people for everything. I was in charge of all the administrative duties as well as providing breakfast to about 20 guests every day, which consisted of fresh fruits and yogurt and granola, teas and coffee, etc. And I was the one interacting with the guests and tending to their needs, which definitely wore me out. And Nate was more of a groundskeeper, um, mowing the huge lawn, cleaning the pool, harvesting figs from the fig tree, you know, uh, working with the gardener. The gardener was actually a Romanian who only spoke broken Italian. So that was interesting. Uh, And we worked closely with the full-time chef who was a wonderful woman. She actually taught us a lot of her incredible Italian recipes as well as countless other things about the region. And we really loved getting to know her and hang out with her. Um, She was responsible for cooking the lunches and dinners almost every day. And we would help her with whatever she needed, including um, we did all the shopping and we were responsible for keeping the pantry stocked and all that. We were basically in charge of keeping the entire operation running smoothly because the owner was not there on site. So it was a lot of work and it was a lot of very old fashioned work, like kind of right out of Cinderella. We, uh, we would take big wine jugs and get them filled up the street from a farmer who had a big warehouse full of huge vats of wine and we'd fill them for 750 euros per jug. We got our bread from bakeries when I wasn't baking it. That was that was a hot job on 95 degree afternoons. Um, we got our veggies from the markets. It really was a very kind of simple experience that we love for the most part. 
And there's no way we would have found an experience like that if it weren't for Workaway. And the one that we're doing now is almost the exact opposite of our first one. It's a guest house right on the beach, but um, there are a few local ladies who do all the cleaning and a couple of guys who do all the building and a bunch of other random jobs. So rather than working full time and having tons of responsibilities, our workload here is very light. And it's mostly outside projects that Nate handles, which is really great for me and gives me more time to work on things like my podcast. Um, And I've been helping the owner out a bit with some things on his website and Facebook pages, as well as marketing ideas. um, Some of the things that, that I'm better at. And then Nate can take care of odds and ends jobs around the property. So it's really a good fit for us. And the other thing that sets this one apart from the last one is that food is not included. So we have access to a full kitchen, but we are providing all of our own food and cooking our own meals. So because it's not provided, um, I I think he also doesn't expect us to work as much as a normal workaway experience um, since he's not providing meals for us. So a couple few hours a day is, is basically what we've been doing. And I say it's almost the opposite of the last one because it's very laid back compared to our other work away. But when it comes to location, we really are two for two. This place is incredibly beautiful. We are literally on the beach. There's a wood-fired hot tub, multiple patios, lounge chairs, palm trees, a trampoline, kayaks, fishing poles, bocce ball, pool table, barbecue... There's even a couple of friendly cats running around and there's a, there's a fish truck that drives through the neighborhood selling the daily catch. It's, it's awesome. It's really a beautiful place to be. And we've been very lucky with landing some incredible locations to be volunteers. And we do happen to be two miles from town on the end of a pretty quiet beach without a car. So we didn't do so well with the proximity to town thing on this one either. However, we couldn't really afford to be picky at all as this was our only option whatsoever to do a work away on the Baja. Uh, Pickings were pretty slim down here. And although we contacted two other hosts as well, we never heard back from either of them. So while the view is very different from Montana, we aren't totally on vacation. We are still working to an extent, and because we are here for a work away, we are hardly spending any money at all, which allows us to afford our rent and other bills back home, which if you listen to episode two already of this podcast, then you know those bills are minimal anyway. Um, I've actually been keeping track of our expenses on this trip, and my prediction is that when it's all said and done, we will have spent less than about $1,500 total, including our flights, food, fun, all of that for the two of us to spend six weeks in Mexico. So that's not bad. And um, yes, Nate did have to leave his job for six weeks, which means we are taking a cut in income while we're here, which might leave some of you wondering why it would be worth it to do this since we aren't totally on vacation. But I've been thinking about this quote lately, and I think it does a pretty good job of explaining why we're here. And it is this, we travel not to escape life, but for life, not to escape us. I don't know who said it, but I think it captures this experience well for us. 
We're doing this not to take a break from life, but to gain more life experience, really. We may be escaping the snow. I'm def- Yeah, I'm definitely escaping the snow. But the point isn't just to come and lay on the beach for six weeks. It's to experience, to live, to both gain and contribute. So now you know what we're doing here. And you also know that this opportunity is available to anyone, just about anywhere in the world through Workway. It's definitely a different way to travel. It's an incredible way to experience and get to know one place at a time. And it's a really a great relief on the wallet while still getting the chance to travel abroad. So I'm going to have the show notes once more on my website at thebudgetmindedtraveler.com slash five. And I'll also plan to uh, update the final expenses on there at the end of this trip. So you can see if we really were able to stay under 1500 for the entire trip. And I'll put some photos up there too from our workaway experiences, both this one and the last one. And once again, you can check out the WorkAway website at www.workaway.info. And you can always refer back to my blog for the notes on this episode at thebudgetmindedtraveler.com slash five. So now the question is, where will you go? Have fun daydreaming about that. And I will see you in the next episode. Thanks. Ciao.